Series 2, Episode 12, Four Vital Questions, Question 2, Relating. What is wisdom? What does that word even mean? How can we implement wisdom in our everyday lives? Psychiatrist and executive coach Dr. Sunil invites you to join him on a transformational and sacred quest to experience meaning, purpose, and fun in both your life and work. These podcasts will not only empower you to wisely navigate through a confusing world, but to grow in body, mind, and spirit, which will ultimately have us Dancing with Wisdom. Hello, and welcome to the Dancing with Wisdom podcast, as we invite you to join us on this quest to make sense of life. My name's Sunil Raheja. And my name is Elliot Frisby. And in the last podcast, we started exploring something from your book, which was chapter eight, and that was four vital questions. And I actually read the first paragraph. I'm not going to do that again. The reason being is that I think if you haven't listened to that podcast, I think you need to go back and listen to it, and then you can follow suit. But basically what it did say is that the question number one was, um, the four questions are, one was being, which was, if I'm going to be a person I can live with, what kind of person will that be? And that did open up quite a lot. It sounds like a simple question. Uh -uh. But much bigger, yes. Okay, so uh, question number two is relating. Okay, I'll just read this here. How do I relate to others? My family, my friends, straight away, this is going to be a big one. My work colleagues, those who come into my social orbit and the wider global village. Where do I find the healthy balance between sober seriousness and the fun in, in life? life? Yes. Right. This will let's break that down to ten podcasts. Uh, <laughs> okay. Can you just explain that question? There's a lot there. There's a lot there. Okay. I'd start off by saying is that life only makes sense in terms of relationship. That where so much enjoyment and fun comes from relationship. So, for example, you know what number of podcast is this again? I, th- I think we're on number 11 or well, whatever, 12, 11 or 12, whatever 12, we are. Yeah. yeah, It's been great fun to do this with you. Yeah. It's so much fun to do it with you rather than to do this by myself. I mean, I, actually, I couldn't, I don't know how I did it by myself. But anyway, but, but the point it, is that life makes sense and it's fun mm. in relationship. Yeah. And isn't it fun? Isn't it? F- we're having fun, but also learning, gaining. I'm gaining so much from doing this. Yes. Just by being here. Being here. But, you know, but the other, there's the other opposite. Because if we didn't get on and we were fighting with each other, that would cause a huge headache as well. So when relationships go well, they're a source of great joy and excitement and fun. When they go badly, they can cause just as much heartache and, and, and negative feelings in the other direction. Yeah. So, yeah, and that makes sense, in, in, particularly when you're saying my family, my friends, my work colleagues. Those who come into my social orbit and the wider global yeah. village. Well, again, I mean, that's in a sense one of the consequences of technology, isn't it, now? Is that we, and, you know, following COVID as well, we can now communicate and we do so much through Zoom and relationships with people who we would, on the other side of the world, who we would never speak to. You know, I remember when I was growing up, you know, if you wanted to make a phone call to India in the 1970s, early 1970s, it would cost you maybe a week's wages to do that. You know, it was, it was, you know, for a two or three minute call. Now you can talk to somebody on the other side of the world for hours and it wouldn't cost you anything if you did it on WhatsApp or, mm. you know, or, or Zoom. So how do we, in a sense of manage the relationships that we've got, as well as the other fascinating thing, I think, about relationships is they actually reveal a lot about ourselves, as much about ourselves as they do about the other person. And I, there's this lovely story that I don't know where it's from, but it's about a, a wise man 
traveling, say, say between uh, town A and town B. So he's going from town A to town B. And on his, on, on his way, he meets somebody coming from town B to town A. The man who's traveling in the other direction asks the wise man, I'm coming from town B, going to town A. Tell me, what are the people in town A like that I'm going to? And the wise man says to him, tell me, what are the people in town B like? And he says to him, well, they're, they're pretty nasty, really. They're really quite vindictive. They're backbiters. They're gossips. They're slanderers. And he said, oh, okay. That's what you'll find the people in town A to be like. And as he travels along, he meets actually somebody coming in the opposite direction, from town, going from town A to town B. And that man asks him the same question. What are the people in town B like? And he says, well, what are the people in town A that you're coming from? What are they like? He says, well, actually, they're quite, they're, they're civil, they're kind-hearted, they're good-natured, they're, they're trustworthy, they're genuine. He said, that's what you're going to find people in town B like. <laughs> so what's fascinating about that story is that our relationships actually reveal a lot about ourselves and the way that we, and that's partly walking with wisdom. I'm not talking about, in a sense, going to the other extreme, you know, being completely gullible or being completely cynical. I'm saying realise that it takes two to tango, as the phrase goes. Okay, but what about, so let me just ask you a very simple question here, and that is, what is a healthy balance? You say here, where do I find a healthy balance between sober seriousness and the fun in life? Okay, yeah. So let's, we'll come to fun in life another time, but what's a healthy balance? Well, the thing is that relationships are important, and, and the way we relate and, and, and affect each other is really important, but I can't treat everybody the same. Mm. And... I've got responsibilities to those who are closest to me in my family, those people who I interact with day to day, those people who I need to interact with through work and other relationships. I've only got a certain capacity to be able to relate meaningfully to, to other people. So, you know, you know, for example, I, I do coaching and I do quite, you know, that can be quite intense. But what I realized is that I can only work with a small number of people if I'm able to feel that I can actually give them of my best. And in a way, that's why we're doing the podcast. That's why we've got the book. That's why we've got other resources. Because that way, I feel I can get the, the message of wisdom out to far more people in far more ways than I personally could do by myself. So let's, in, let's go to the one by one. So what about uh, friends? Let's talk about friends here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... The balance within friends. All right. So let's just say, how do I relate to others, my family, my friends, my work colleagues? So what are we saying there? What are you, what are you saying there? Oh, a number of things. We live in a world where everybody talks about how busy they are. And it's true. We've got lots of priorities. We've got lots of things pressing on our time and attention. And if you think about it, ultimately, I believe life is based on relationship and on friendship, how do I create the capacity and time for the relationships and friendships that are important to me and not let them get sucked away by the busyness of life and by the other competing interests? Because friendships, if we take that, for example, are never pressing on us. They're not urgent. They're not in your face. But relationships take time. Well, I I think that, um, well, I I think, some might argue that a friendship is a relationship, and I think well, that, it is, yeah. and I I think that friendships have got lazy. Yes, I mentioned this to you previously that friendships nowadays, someone might class that as sending you a message on on <laughs> Facebook. On well, Facebook. you your Facebook friend. I mean, that's, yeah, that's well, right. a couple of a couple of Facebook stories. So I, I remember the first time I had a Facebook, 
it was over 3,000 people. In hindsight, I wish I had kind of kept them and transferred them, but I had 3,000 people. And then people, all these messages were pinging up. They'd ping up at the bottom. You know, are you ignoring me? Why aren't Ooh. you talking to me? And I'm thinking, and I used to go out performing a lot. So it was a case where all those people had obviously seen me and latched on uh, to the Facebook. I was like, I don't even know you. And then one day, I just thought, right, I'm just going to close it down. I closed down my Facebook, opened up an alternative under a different name. Now I've got now I've got the monkey up page and the, my own personal yes, brand yeah. page now. But um, but the thing is, is that that wasn't friendship. They're they're not they're not friends. But then now I've got some really close friends who will say, you know, saying I'll ping up. Why, why are you ignoring my messages? Mm. Well, what, what do you mean? What do you mean? Oh, I sent you something on on Messenger. I don't know. I haven't got time just to sit down checking Messenger all day. I'm trying to run a company and be a good parent and and, and husband. Yes. Um, but you know. But I think to myself, hang on. Suddenly, is that a relationship? How are we still friends? Because a friendship. Surely, why didn't you pick up the phone just to ask me how it is? I mm. counted, and I ask you guys uh, listening to this, have a little think. And in the past month, two months, how many people have just called you just to see how you are? Yes. That's right. You know, because that, that's a fr- that's that's yeah, a friendship. That's right. And, and and that's one of the big challenges, I think, as well, because a lot of our relationships have become, the phrase is transactional. So I will only interact with you and relate to you if I want something from you. If I don't want anything from you, I'm not going to relate to you. Well, but I feel like I should just finish this off as well, that my wife flagged me on this. We, we talk about our wives a lot, you know, and they seem to be the, the ladies of wisdom. Yes. <laughs> but she said... Well, how can you expect them to do that if you're not doing it yourself? Self, yeah, that's a, you good, know what I mean? that's a wise comment. Very yeah. wise comment. Yeah. So what I did was I counted that and I, I messaged them all and said, right here, guys, this is what's going to happen. Um, I, didn't, I didn't message them. I called them mm. and said, it's unexcusable that we don't talk. So every month, once a month, really- we're going to have a do- Zoom chat face-to-face and we're going to tell each other how it's going. That's brilliant. And you know what, what's t- triggering a thought in my own mind is that what you're doing is actually your... I don't know if, this, if it's too grand a word to use. I have to think about this more, but I'll, I'll put it out there. What, what you helped me do is, is we're going to put it out in the imperfection and I, I would need to do more thinking about it. But I would say, are you actually creating a covenantal relationship there? How do you mean, sorry? Well, what you're doing is you're putting a commitment in there. So we guys are going to commit to interact with each other once a month and we're going to put it in the diary and we're going to make the time and space just to hang out with each other and just to see how you're doing. It's not to because I need you for this job or I need you for, for something else like that. It's just because the relationship is important. And well, relationship's uh, important, but also, and everyone listens to this as well will have them, well, you're holding something. Everyone's holding something. You'll hold something, Sunil, that I don't know about. Mm. Okay? But if you've got a friendship and I can say, you know, what, you know, and we will say, right, let the, every month we're going to Zoom, Sunil, and I say... How's it going, mate? Yes. Between you and I, how's it going? How's things? Yeah. You say, well, do you know what? Something on my mind. That's mm. great. So uh, you do coaching. Yes. Yeah? People would do that to you. Yes. Come to you. I'm part of, like I told you, the bigger, bolder, better um, entrepreneur thing. And, and it's a case where I can go to them and say, do you know what? It's all going great. Yes. But, you know, that's just on a kind of work level. But if you imagine having it on a, an emotional level, we can say, do you know what? This is really concerning me. Yes. Well, you need to have safe people. The key thing to mention about that is you need to have safe people to do that with. And because there are some people who, you, if you try to be vulnerable with, it could go quite badly wrong. 
Yes. And so you've got to be secure and strong in the relationship. And if you're, if it's a group, that the other other people in that group are are secure enough in their, in their relationship with each other as well, like that. But doesn't that go to, because you're saying it relates to others, um, doesn't that also go down to who your friends actually are? So we talked about the Facebook, and there could be thousands of people on there, but and they may be your followers, and they may be, you know, you may care about them, mm. but which we do, but at the end of the day... But you haven't got the capacity. You know, I think there was, there's something called the Dunbar number, which says I think you can only relate to a maximum of 150 people meaningfully once you go past 150 it's, it's just not possible to keep up well, that's more than i thought it would be because i was saying usually you can count who like your true friends are yeah yeah on these hands oh yeah that's you know? right yeah that's and right. you know people like i can truly trust yes and i i can think of someone right now who was actually a, a drummer in a band i was in like years and years and years ago like when yes. i yeah, a long time about 22 years ago and um when i first turned pro and it was a case where and i i think of him now and i think you know what i spoke to him in absolutely ages but I know I can call that guy. Yes, and, and you, and you just ca- you just carry oh, on, you just carry yeah. on where you left off. Yeah, and they're, they're the real friends. And I think that my point, maybe it's a long winded way around to get into it. They're the ones you need to invest your time into. Yeah, I mean, well, that's right. Yeah, I mean, the other way I've heard of it put is that you have friends for a reason. So that maybe it's it, it, life has brought you together through work or through circumstances. Friends for a season because you're in a particular stage of life, and friends for a lifetime. And it's it's important to understand. And not everybody can be a friend for a lifetime, you know, but we are going to interact with a whole variety and, you know, even more so through technology. And there are things we can learn and help each other with on that journey that we're going on with. So what we're saying here, am I right, uh, Sunil, correct me if I'm wrong, is saying that we can be, if we invest ourselves into those that are meaningful to us, there is wisdom to be learnt through those meaningful yeah, conversations, I, I, because they will give us a genuine, honest feedback and conversation where it's real and true. It's not hidden behind us a screen. Um, and would that then, if I'm right or wrong, would that also cross over into family as well? Or is that a separate? Yeah, I suppose what I'm trying to say is, is if you think of concentric circles, it, it's moving outwards, isn't it? So starting off with your spouse and children and, and going outward from there, that's key and making sure that you're fulfilling your obligations and your responsibilities and duties going outward. That's really key. So obligations and duties. In terms of relating, yeah. Okay, I see. So what is being wise within those relationships? So what is wisdom within those relationships? So in the 2021 in a very during well, COVID technical yeah. time, what is being wise? I work I mean it's simple things like there's only one person in the world who can be the husband to your wife. There's only one person in the world who can be a parent to your children. And so that's the sober seriousness, realizing that there, are, there might be other relationships that are more interesting and stimulating and exciting outside, but only you can fulfill those relationships. Similarly, you know, there's only one, you know, relationship with being a son or a brother or, you know, it, 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 it's, it's understanding those relationships. And then from that foundation, I believe God will bring other people into your life who you'll have a unique calling to to help and support as well. Ah, interesting. So a couple of things which really stood out for me there, uh, which um, from what you said was, one is sort of acknowledgement to what your role is and what the priorities are. 
Mm. And secondly, you're saying about God will provide other meaningful people, which I truly believe that as well. But for those listening who mm. may have a hard time dealing with that, that other people may describe that as the law of attraction. Yeah, maybe. Well, you, you, see. you choose what you want to describe. Yeah, choose yeah. to describe it as, but yes, godly, very much so. And it's a case where that's right. When you're, when, when, and I'm very a big believer in this, when you are acknowledging and going down a positive path, a wise path, you will find yourself attracting. Whether it's a case where you're more open to acknowledging and seeing it. Yes. Yeah. But those things will be put in your way. And it goes back to your story about the town A, town B. Yes. You see, and which is what, um, how do you want it to look? What's, yes. What is ahead of you? Make your yeah. choice. You get to make a choice. And so there is that balance there. I mean, the other thing is that, is that people are complex as well. The other thing we've got to, we've got to add on here. There's a guy called Henry Cloud who's a psychologist who I, he, what he's done is, and he, he's got it from Proverbs, he's, he describes three kinds of people, the wise, the foolish, and the evil. And I think it's a fascinating way to describe them, and I've got that in the book, but in, summary, in sort of brief summary, a wise person is you give them feedback and they listen and they take it on board and they try and look for the truth in what you're saying and they adjust their behaviour to the feedback you're giving assuming that obviously it's appropriate and helpful. A foolish person, you give them feedback about their behavior and they're never responsible. It's always somebody else's fault. You know, they're late because, you know, because there was too much traffic. <coughs> Donald Trump. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> that just came out there. Sorry. That just came there out. are certain people who, <laughs> who are very quick to blame others, but who never take responsibility for their actions, who always say it's somebody else. And that the Bible describes as foolishness. And the way you deal with a foolish person is that there have to be consequences because they never want to take responsibility for their actions. So you have to say there are consequences from what you're doing. So I'm going to go back to the relationships here with family and friends. Yes. They, will acknowledge, they will know that that person is being like that, but they need to have the courage to stand up and yeah, that say that to those people because they are the voice which will actually be heard. Yeah, and, and, and that may be wisdom. I mean, I should I just add, actually, although they're wise, foolish, and evil, that all of us have elements of that in, 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 oh, in, in us. And in yeah. certain contexts, we can behave foolishly or wisely, depending on the context as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, uh, it's a topic which I think we should actually cover individually um, as its own separate podcast. But within this, I can't help but bring up the word forgiveness. Mm. Because within how you relate to others, I feel like, Relating to others is equals reacting to what others may say to you. And then you've got a choice, equals choice. Yeah. Question mark, you know. So yeah. it's a case of how you've got a choice of how they're reacting. Now, often those people may speak to you a certain way because they feel they can because you take it out on the ones you love. Um, yes, that's right. So, we take for granted often the relationships that are closer to us. Yeah, so we're then raised, going back. Yeah. To, we're then all going back to uh, the, the church and Christ and forgiveness. Mm. And so going back to more education within that, you can understand that you know you can not react, but forgive. Forgive, yes. And then it's actually actively say that you know. And uh, and we talked on the podcast about about responsibility. That's in the space between stimulus and response. Yeah. Because somebody's nasty to you, you don't have to be nasty back. You can, if you develop the self awareness and the space, 
you can actually choose a different response. You can choose to to forgive. Yeah, because, yeah, absolutely. And because because I really like, I really enjoy this podcast. I mean, I love them all, but I'm really enjoying this one. And I think it's worth because most people just want to be heard. I mean, if with relationships with any type of relationships whether it's positive, negative. I've talked about them, the mums talking in the playground. Yeah. You know, it's a case where people want to be heard. And and so acknowledgement must come into there. It's a huge factor. I mean, I think this is one of the, the, the sad things in, in our world today is that people haven't got time to stop and listen. And we live in, a, so often we live in our own bubbles of what we think the, of, of how the world should be. And you see it particularly in politics, is that if somebody's got a different point of view or a different opinion, then they're immediately dismissed and put down, almost treated, at times treated with contempt as not a human being. And there really does need to be space to be able to listen and hear each other's stories. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because if someone's coming up and going, I really cross with this and you should have done that and you're supposed to be my sister or my brother or I don't love you anymore, I don't know. You know, you can say, okay, I'm listening. Yeah. Exactly. And you can acknowledge, you know, it's, it's like in business, you know, basic business, you know, it, it's a case of, you know, there's a complaint, you know, I understand that you're upset because yeah. A, B, 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 you're, re you're basically saying it back to them. You're saying, yeah. I've heard you. Yeah. And you just feel it diffuse. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to necessarily agree with what they're saying, but the mm. fact that to be truly listened to and heard is one of the best things that you can ever do for somebody, you know, it's, yeah, it's it's powerful. Mm, absolutely. Okay, so let's summarise. Let's, let's round this up. Yeah. Okay, can you round it up for me? So we've talked about the issue about relating as one as the second of the four vital questions. And what we've really said is that relationships are, are intrinsic to life. It's relationships are what make life enjoyable and meaningful, but also can be the source of great frustration and pain. So they've got both, they've got great potential both ways. And particularly in our complex world where now we can communicate across oceans and across cyberspace, we've got to rework really out getting the right balance of the relationships that we have responsibility for and giving them the priority and time that they, that, that they deserve and need, as well as being open to other relationships and looking at ways that we can make a difference in the world that we're a part of. And so often the relationships are a reflection of who we are than, than the other person because other people bring out stuff in us, maybe from our past or our background, that are more to do with us than they are to do with them. Yeah, well put. Well put, Sunil. I, 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 I would love to hear people's opinions on this one, positive and negative. And if it was a negative, were you able to turn it around to a positive? Well, explain why. Wisdom. I mean, I think yeah. That, yeah. I mean, by all means, you can put negative comments, but I think in in a way that's respectful and polite and helps us to learn and to and because in yeah. a sense, this is what the quest of wisdom is about. It's not to say again, I'm very flattered that you call me a teacher, but I'm. I mean, in a sense, I'm teaching because I've written the book, but I'm learning as well. I'm a student, and I'm very acutely aware that I'm on this quest as well. But wasn't it once that uh, was it this podcast or previous podcast where you said that? Um, you know, the, the people with the knowledge, you know, would only acknowledge okay, so, that they're less than 1%. That's right. Well, less yeah. Than 1%, yeah. yeah. So, but hopefully it can help other people on the way. Oh, and, and it will. Absolutely. But do let us know your opinions. If you're watching on YouTube, then do please uh, leave your comments below. Let, let us know your thoughts. Really appreciate a subscribe and a thumbs up and a nice positive comment. Tell your friends. And of course, if you're listening to the podcast, please um, leave us a nice comment and uh, 
give us a five star rating so other people can uh, join in and, and enjoy uh, this quest for wisdom as well. Sunil, how can people get hold of you? And we, you can get hold of us at uh, drsunil.com is the, is the website. And they get directly through to you, of course. Yeah. And of course, you can get hold of me, Elliot Frisbee, at elliot at monkeynutuk.com or via the uh, Monkey Nut Audiobook Facebook and Instagram site. Sunil, really enjoyed today. Thank you so much. Thank you. You've been listening to the Dancing with Wisdom podcast, presented by Sunil Rahija and Elliot Frisbee. For details on the Dancing with Wisdom book and its accompanying workbook, please visit drsunil.com. If you know someone who would enjoy this podcast, then please share it, give it a thumbs up on YouTube, and help it to grow by giving it a nice review. Life's challenges can diminish, define, or develop you. Which one will it be? Make sure you hunger for the wise one. The choice is yours.